On today's episode, we are going to take a look at why in the past few days, fintech stocks have been killing it. They've been doing great. And it all started because of a shareholder letter from a big bank that actually has fintech stock investors pretty bullish. After we take a quick look at the letter, we're going to take a look at a few fintech stocks, some that I enjoy right now, and just take a quick look at their type of growth that they're seeing at some of their price targets. And I'm going to share my favorite one. If this is your first time here, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up and follow me on Twitch where I live stream, taking a look at stocks you want me to look at. And don't forget, let me know in the comments below, which is your favorite fintech stock right now. But before we begin, let's take a listen to today's sponsor. I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. Motley Fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels. You guys know I love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks. And right now I have a discount for one of my favorite services the Fool offers. Through the Motley Fool Stock Advisor services, you get access to a ton of expert stock picks. Every month you'll get two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock Advisor's average stock picks have done amazing returns if growing your money is something you'd like to do more of this year, you can visit fool.com slash Jose Naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the stack advisor is right for you. Thanks again to The Motley Fool and now on to today's video. So like I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, right, fintech stocks have been doing great in the past few days, especially yesterday on Thursday. A lot of stock prices were up high single digits. And I want to say it's all thanks to this shareholder letter that JP Morgan sent out. And the CEO of JP Morgan pretty much said that a huge threat to banks right now is the fintech market and all these fintech businesses. The CEO mentioned that Fintech companies are making great strides in building both digital and physical banking products and services from loans to payments to investing. And he says that they have done a great job at creating these products. So I want to say this is obvious to most fintech shareholders, right? Uh, If you're a fintech, if you own any of these top fintech stocks right now, you would be like, yes, this is obvious. Um, why is this really driving the stock price? I mean, it's it's a whole different level when the CEO of a big bank comes out and actually says stuff like that. It really it really shows how huge of a threat this fintech business is doing to these big players. There was also a pretty cool survey that uh, on 2020 that McKinsey and Company did about fintechs, and they saw that fintechs are catching up with traditional banks in terms of customer trust. They obviously saw that Gen Z and millennials are the biggest are the biggest growers of this fintech market. But they did see in this survey that a substantial number of baby boomers rely on some sort of fintech account that contradicts the general perception that digital tools are exclusively for younger people. I mean, I, I recently, I want to say recently, a, a few a, a few months ago, I sold, for example, a used car. And the person that bought the car was an older gentleman. And he was fine doing all the transactions through some form of digital tools opposed to a traditional 
banking away, right? So uh, again, it shows that even the older people are, are also into this type of digital tools in the fintech business. So even though JP Morgan released this uh, a few days ago, the stock price hasn't really moved much. Uh, I think investors still believe that financial institutions like JP Morgan are kind of over, undervalued at the moment. And this stock, for example, JP Morgan right now is sitting at $155. And in the past six months, the stock is up about 53%. So it's definitely been a good six months for investors. So congratulations if you're holding a JP Morgan. From its all-time high, the stock has barely dropped. It's down 1.6%. This obviously has not seen a correction like some of the growth stocks, like some of the fintech stocks we're going to see later on. And I wouldn't say even though this was kind of like showing a weakness to banking systems, I do believe understanding who your threat is and really bringing it out to your investors um, it's a good step forward, right? I, I wonder what type of growth JP Morgan is trying to do or what type of innovative decisions JP Morgan might try to do in the future to really try to combat some of these fintech giants that are coming out right now. So the first fintech stock I'm going to take a look at is probably one that many know, um, and this is PayPal. So we can see PayPal was up 3%, 3.5% for the day. And obviously I do say, I, I want to say growth stocks have been up lately. Um, so that has definitely been driving the stock up as well um, a mixture of both i want to say so paypal is up in the past five days 6.5 percent. so congratulations to all long-term investors right now unfortunately from its peak the stock is still down about 13 percent. not as big as some of these other growth stocks right now that have taken a hit um, and i'm calling it's funny right i'm calling paypal a growth stock and, and how why is that analysts believe this company will expect to grow 16.6 percent on average for the next three to five years so this is definitely one i would consider a growth stock right now paypal is profitable and they are positive in cash flow from operations so they're one of those growth stocks that is producing positive results already and has a very strong fundamentals right now there's about 37 analysts that are looking at paypal out of those 37 33 give it a buy and four give it a hold the average price right now is about 307 dollars and that gives us about a 20.4 percent increase from current levels so analysts are still very very bullish on paypal all right the second stock we're going to take the, the second fintech stock we're going to take a look at is square and many people i, I still I want to say still consider Square a form of point of sale only. Um, but Square has done a really great job with moving, especially here in the United States, with doing a lot of lending. Um, they were a big player in the PPP loans that the United States gave out to small businesses here. Um, so this is ticker SQ. It's currently sitting at $258. In the past five days, the stock has gone up 11.7%. Um, in the past six months, the stock, unfortunately, from its all-time highs, is down 6.3. All right, this is pretty impressive. Square, it, even though it's a huge growth stock, uh, many people believe that it was both a, a COVID play and it's also going to be a reopening play. It's one of both worlds. It has a market cap of $117 billion right now. Square just announced that they have an early access program for their Ireland business. So we can see they are expanding internationally. And this is why investors are pretty excited about the company. 
Currently, there are 33 analysts watching Square. Out of those 33, 20 give it a buy, 10 give it a hold. That's actually an insane amount. And three give it a sell. Right now, the average price is about $276. And analysts only predict about a 7% growth for the next 12 months. Um, we can see PayPal is actually a bit stronger in form of analyst bullishness right now. One thing I do want to say is I, Square is expected to grow at crazier levels in form of revenue. 18.5% on average for the next three to five years they are profitable in earnings and they're also positive in cash flow form operations paypal is a little bit ahead in that form of fundamentals there they're a little bit stronger there and i'm actually surprised that analysts are a little bit more bullish on paypal than on square the third stock i'm gonna take a look at is paysafe and paysafe was up 1.2 percent yesterday in the past five days the stock is pretty much flat right about 2.2 percent not much of a big deal um pay safe right now this market cap is not the true market cap it's still giving the market cap of the SPAC it merged with but for those that don't know pay safe they are a form of payment platform their core purposes are like digital wallets online cash solutions payment processing even though they don't offer too many i want to say fintech services outside of that digital wallet and the cash online cash um, which i do believe is a big thing um paysafe i still believe should be in this fintech name um so paysafe unlike the other ones is not expected to grow at crazy levels for the next three years is expected compounded annual growth rate around 10 where the other ones were in the mid-team levels still pretty strong paysafe is a company that is positive in the beta values and i do believe it's something investors who are looking for a fintech business not growing as fast um, but can still provide some type of returns uh, paysafe can make it on that list right now there's really not many analysts looking at the company only two and those two give it a buy um, and they give it a price target of about 19 dollars, which is a 35 percent increase from current price Uh, I do believe Paysafe can do great returns in the future. Uh, And later on at the end of this episode, I'm going to talk about my favorite. The next one we're going to take a look at is IPO. This is currently a SPAC and it was down, it was up 5.4% for the day. And in the past five days, it has returned about 3.6%. It's been pretty, pretty volatile. IPOE is a SPAC that's going to merge with SoFi. And I believe out of all the once we're looking at SoFi is probably the biggest, the biggest fintech competition on banks, right? So SoFi here, we can see they have like SoFi Invest where you can invest, you can handle your money here. They have a form of credit card. They have student loans. They have private loans. They have private student loans. They have home loans. They even have insurance and small business financing, even auto loan refinancing, right? So they have all these types of traditional banking um, all these traditional banking products at the at, at their digital in, in the digital form of way. If we take a look at a future growth for SoFi, the company believes it's going to do pretty strong results in 2021, 58% growth in 2022, 53% growth in 2023, 40% growth in 2024, 33% growth. And they're expected to be adjusted to be profitable at the end of 2021. Um, so you can see they already have revenue. They're already growing extreme, uh, strong levels, but they're still expected to continue that growth and become profitable. Um, so SoFi is definitely one that 
many investors should keep an eye out the only thing i would say is because this is a spack right right now it's pretty high from its nominal value it's sitting at that 18 dollars, where the nominal value is around 10 dollars. um so there's some type of risk right we've seen it with spacks they pull back pretty big um and, and most of these spacks that we are, are seeing right now that have gone post merger are a lot closer to their nominal value um so obviously sofi has seen uh ipo has seen a form of correction right it is down about 30 percent from its all-time highs definitely definitely a correction but still something to keep an eye out that there is some form of risk right now when buying a company like this i'm gonna take a look at two more fintech spacs um these two have yet to give any form of of announcement on who they're gonna merge with but if you are bullish in the overall fintech market um, and you wouldn't mind having a bit higher risk, I personally would not do them. But I feel like there might be some viewers who, who wouldn't mind seeing what other type of risk to reward um, is out there. So then we have IPOF and we have IPOD. These are two fintech specs that have yet to announce uh, who they're going to merge with. Um, and they're a little bit closer to their nominal value. One is at $11.14. That is IPOF. And IPOD is at $11.35. Um, so these are, again, major risk. Because what if they merge with some lousy company or a company that's still super early on in this stage? Uh, maybe investors might not like it and the stock and the nom- it would probably drop to its nominal value. So now my overall thoughts on which fintech I like the best. Um, so I do want to say I am very bullish on PayPal and Square. Those are some real companies that have have been here for some time. I've known their products. I've seen their product. So in form of how comfortable I am with their products and how comfortable I am with their fundamentals. Right, I've looked at them numerous times. Square and PayPal are probably my biggest, uh, my favorites right now. One of them that I don't own right now, but could make the list would be SoFi, right? SoFi is hitting some great markets. They do some great products. And SoFi, I think, is probably one of the biggest threats because they offer so many products that a traditional bank offers. Uh, SoFi can really make the list. The only thing I did not like about SoFi is how high it is from its all-time, from its nominal value right now, right? The uh, PaySafe did seem cool, right? I do enjoy it. It's more of a slow grower. Um, probably not one I'm thinking of adding or, or buying anytime soon. And the other two that we look at was IPOD and IPOF. And those are just bags that have yet to announce, but they're going to work in the fintech market. I probably wouldn't play them. But like I mentioned, maybe some of my viewers wouldn't mind looking at them and, and just seeing that, hey, this has probably a higher risk to reward at the moment. So I hope you guys enjoy. Take care. Have a good night and see you next time.